Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. <laughs> what is going on, everybody? Welcome. This is the Bam Slam Podcast, Bam Slam Fam, episode two. Uh, excuse me, season two, episode seven, and our second official podcast as family members with the Believe Podcast Network. Love it. Had the big news last week. And uh, very, very excited to be uh, partnering with them on that wonderful platform. So, uh, yeah, number two officially with the Believe Podcast Network. Fletch, how are you? Allie, how are you? Good, thank you. So good. You know what the best part about joining Believe so far is? What? We now have a tech guy, and I don't have to pretend that I'm a tech guy. (laughs) (laughs) I know. When you texted us yesterday and said, do you want to be on this tech call? I was like, uh, no. (laughs) Carter is the man, and he's going to be listening to every episode. So, Carter, we love you. Carter, we do love you. We love yeah, you, yeah. Carter. Let's kiss Carter's ass. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. If he control, if he somehow controls a little bit of our livelihood, yes, we'll do a lot of butt, um, butt kissing. I have a question for you guys. Yeah, I just had to turn my phone off, my ringer off. Do, are you guys getting a ton of like calls that pop up that so say spam many. or telemarketer? I, do you know how many I've gotten today? Seven. And first of all, does anybody answer when it says that? No. When, no. I, who's going to answer if it says telemarketer? Not me. I no longer answer the phone unless I have the person's number in my contact Same. list. Me too. And that every time if they leave a message, it's always an extended car warranty message? Yes, absolutely. Which I do not need. I have well, one guy is, that calls me all the time. This is just something else that Joe Biden has screwed up. So, I'm just, <laughs> no, we're not going to. I'm sorry, we're not going to get political. That's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's that's not good. That was funny though. Oh, uh, thank you. Hey, are are you know you know how the fact that everyone's talking about uh, you know America is 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 out and about and with uh, you know traffic's getting a lot worse out there since people kind of started going back to work. Gas like, prices all of a sudden suck ass. Well, gas, yeah, <laughs> um, that's Golly. inflation. They're a tiny bit better, I think, than they were a couple weeks ago, but yeah. not by much. Still not good. No. I'm, go- I'm going all electric, man. Someone give me an electric car. When Tesla, I w- you want to sponsor the Bam Slam pod? <laughs> when I was in South Carolina, gas prices started with a two. I know. A two. Mm-hmm. F- yeah. A Why? Two. How? How is it so different? I don't know. When I, I don't know. When I was in Houston for Ben's games last year, they were all. it was always like 187. Oh, my God. One. 75. Yeah, I'm with you, Ben. Nice. I'm going to start commuting from somewhere over there. <laughs> you might as well. Yeah, it's bad. You can handle the price. But, you know, people are out, and, and I, I know that this, talking about this now, kind of where we are as a country with the pandemic, and so many people are now saying, um, we might be going back to, like, lockdowns and, and things like that. I actually just got out of a meeting where we talked about that. Are you serious? At work, yeah. Ugh. They said they said just be ready for it going into the fall. <laughs> that oh uh, some people might be being sent back home. Like they don't know anything. Yeah, that's right. But they're like the way things are trending, the way other cities and like New York and Los Angeles are starting to handle things makes us think that it's coming to San Diego soon. Yeah. I got an email from the Music Box today because I go to shows there sometimes, and it's you have to show your vaccination record now, which. Yeah. You know, I knew that was happening in New York and San Francisco, but that was the first one I've seen in San Diego. That there's some it. places, there's one in East County, I can't remember where, Darren was talking about it yesterday, that they are now, in order to get in, vaccination card, whatever the new QR code is, mm-hmm. yes, something like that. Mm-hmm. But here we are. Well, we are, you know, we are, the NFL has said, listen, we, we're going to have packed stadiums this year. The Raiders came out a couple days ago. Got to be vaxxed, right? You got to be vaxxed. And the Saints. And the Saints, too. Okay, Mm -hmm. you got to show that card. And and there's a lot of people who are making the statement, and rightly so, hey, wait wait a second. And I was listening to a guy interviewed last night who said, I'm waiting for a kidney transplant. I can't get the vaccine because of what it will do to my failed liver. But they're telling me that the guy can't he he's not eligible for organ transplants unless he's vaxxed. But the vaccine stands a great chance to kill him before he you see the catch twenty two here. Um so the state you know, we're 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 gonna have full stadiums, I assume, NBA and we haven't seen anything with Major League Baseball. Um I know that right here in our backyard with Peco Park. I haven't heard anything about you know fans. Having it's a little to show. easier just because everything's outside for the most part, like yeah. outside of Arizona and what Miami, Arizona, Miami, uh, New Orleans. 
Uh, who else is inside? Oh, Atlanta. Minnesota. Minnesota. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure we're missing a, yeah, one or two but, there. Mm-hmm. I mean, just here in San Diego, it's outside, yeah. so I don't think there's as much pressure. Like, but do you, I, do you guys think that is it? Is it unfair of the NFL to do it? I, and, and before you begin to talk in terms of, well, you know, they just want to help the country flatten. The, no, they don't. They want full butts and yeah. seats because they need to start making back some of the money they lost last year. That's my. That's what I think is is the reason. I'm ready for full stadiums, and I like personally in my mind, I don't care if you're requiring vaccination. Like I think that that's probably a good call because we have seen this Delta variant start going crazy. I think yeah. I've let you guys in personal life. I have a friend who wasn't vaccinated. He just passed away a couple days ago um, because of COVID. He was on a ventilator, whole nine yards, and. And young, pretty young. young. Yeah. And Mm so I I think that where we are right now, I am fine going with the vaccination route. I get it. It's a personal choice, but it's also your personal choice then not to be able to go to certain things. Yeah. And so at this point, if NFL stadiums want to do that, especially indoor stadiums. Yeah. Like even the SoFi, I'm almost fine with not doing it because it's 50-50 indoor outdoor. But the indoor stadiums, I feel like, yeah, if you're at this point, you've had ample time. Everyone's qualified. I think to the story you mentioned about the guy needing the transplant, that's where I'm sure there's many, many people that can't get the vaccine for certain health related reasons, totally. but there's a lot of people not doing it just because they don't want to, yeah. which is totally fine too. But then there's going to be certain things you can't go to. And so, and I think some of those people are the ones that said pre vaccine, Oh, don't be so scared. Go live your life. Don't be afraid. Well, you know, or stay home if you don't like it. Okay, well, or if you're so afraid. Okay, well, then now you stay home if you're so afraid of a vaccine. Right. Sorry. I mean, it's just the way it's going to have to be. This thing has to go away. I mean, I I don't, for my own life, whatever, I, you know, but for the lives of my kids, like, I want them to get to back to some normalcy. Not yeah. spend their 20s scared of something and stuck inside. And it's not and- even that they're scared. It's that they don't. You know, my my one that's still in college, well, two, well, three, all in college, but <laughs> Ben's playing football. It's yeah. a little different. But my youngest, for him, he hasn't no- known a normal college life yet. Yeah. God, that sucks. Uh, yeah, it, it it does. And I just, I don't know. I just, I feel like if you, if you don't want to get it, that's totally fine. I don't begrudge anybody's opinion or decision. But stop telling other people they're afraid and stay home so the rest of us can go live I, life. We We had dinner with the family last night. Uh, whose son is going back uh, to play lacrosse at a, a college in Maine, and he and Topher buddies. So we went to dinner last night, and Jim Jim just said, "Listen, he goes, I just I just want him to get to school and start going to school." And he goes, it, "Yes, if they have to wear a mask in the classroom, I get it." But he goes, "I just want him to be able to live as normal, like you just said, Ali, as normal a a college year or mm-hmm. a college career as possible. Mm-hmm. And here's the funny thing. And, and Ben, back to what you said first about SoFi being open and half open, half closed. It doesn't matter whether the stadium is open or the stadium is closed. If you are sitting next to somebody who has COVID-19, whether you are masked up or not, you stand a pretty good chance of coming down with COVID nineteen because you're gonna is is you're telling me that as soon as you get out of your car at the stadium, and until you get back in your car to drive home, that mask is not coming off once. Right? No. We all see people pull it down to say something. Oh my god! Next to all, the time, all the time! All the time! And to the college <laughs> to the college scenario. Mm-hmm. Oh, so when they go back to their dorm rooms, they're also keeping mm-hmm. no. Ben's, no, Western Kentucky just put into place that inside any building you have to have it on. So class, sure, football meetings, library, study hall, right, that type of thing. right, restaurants on yeah. campus, anything like that, you have to have it on. But um, outside, you don't. But <laughs> I don't know. Also, I don't know. Have don't you guys know. gotten to the point where? And I don't mean this as a dig on this podcast start right now because I think we needed to talk about it. Aren't you sick of the point where this is the first conversation yeah, you have with yeah, everybody? You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Like hundred percent. It it you, That's what's killing me. I'm just so done talking about it. I know, I know. Every like, conversation at work, you're every right. conversation you're at dinner with friends, every car it's all oh, so have you heard this from the CDC? Oh, so COVID. Oh, you, it's back. You Delta. could go to somebody and say, "Hey, you know, my dad's dead. He was he was eaten by a shark. Oh, the shark have COVID." I, it's, you know, I, it's it goes right to it. Like You're I'm right. just so like. Do you remember three years ago? <laughs> like, no. 
We didn't have to I, worry about it. I remember the very first time I heard about it. It was the weekend that Kobe Bryant died. It was yeah. probably the couple days before I was on a flight up to the Bay Area. And I had pulled up a news story when I was waiting for to board my plane. And I was like, what is this? Something in China? And I was like, what is it? And I, I remember. Wuhan. Yeah. And then I can remember the, like the next day talking to people we were with about it, just saying, Oh, that's weird. We heard about that. We were just mentioned it the next day. Kobe died, and everybody forgot about it about COVID. Well, they were saying, here we are. Well, they were saying somebody ate like an infected pangolin. Uh, well, the first rumor that came out wasn't it, it was a bat. It was, it was a, a bat, bat had, a had wet sex market. with something. Yeah, and or then, that too. Yeah. The guy had sex with a bat in the Chinese lab. I think that was the South Park episode. They were trying to make Batman. <laughs> and do you remember things like um, right at the beginning, like Tiger? What was it called? Tiger, Tiger King. King. Oh, that I was mean, the highlight. It seems so long ago to me now, though. Like it seems that's yeah. right because everyone was locked down and everyone yeah, just started that and everybody Tiger was King. and everybody was making banana bread and sourdough bread starter. <laughs> And like, everybody was hoarding toilet paper? Yes. That was the gnarliest thing to come out of this. It, it was that first trip I took to Vaughn's once this started. And Kendall were like, oh, we're going to be locked in for two weeks. We better stock up. Yeah. Yep. Oh, well, how about no going to the Vaughn's and there was nothing, nothing there, nothing, yeah. and the lines were all the way down the aisles to all the way back to <laughs> yeah. the, like the meat section. Yeah. That, I swear to God, this happened. It and was Kendall bizarre. and I were there. We we're like, oh, this is apocalyptic we stuff. Panic. But maybe how many people got COVID in those lines I at Vaughn's when know. everyone was panicked? Probably, and that was and that was kind of pre-mass too. That was before they thought mass would help. I think. I think maybe if we had shut down, like really shut down, like you can't leave your house Two for weeks. like, or, yeah. or even a month, even yeah. four weeks, just say nobody can leave their yeah. house for four yeah. weeks. Yeah. Martial law, bring in the National Guard, whatever. Maybe this thing would have just gone away. God, but, I need a nap. But not everybody would have Well, listened, you, so. you know, again, and I haven't looked normally at, 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 at um, lately at the New Zealand numbers, but they were, they were the ones that just said like the steel wall came down. No one's coming in. No one's leaving. Yeah. And they had minuscule, infinitesimal amounts of either COVID cases or, or COVID deaths. And um, yeah, it's it, you know the, it, it, everything's going to be hindsight being twenty twenty and what ifs. And the situation is though we you're at that point now where oh my freedom and oh I'm not getting that vaccine. There's the microchip in it or Big Brother or whatever. Hey, you know what? Do what you got to do. But you also, when you, it comes time for you to suck the pipe and you got COVID and you're on a ventilator, blame the person in the mirror. Don't blame anybody else. And hard right turn. Ready? Go. So we're talking about NFL stadiums, packed, whatever. Another gnarly thing to come out of COVID is people have lost their ability to behave. I, just Holy the, shit. The, the airplane thing, attacking stewardesses, attacking flight attendants, mm. and then the, the stadium thing. We see it in Los Angeles. We've seen it in San Diego. It's time to brawl. Everybody is just ready to fight. And maybe it's because of this. Maybe it's like led to increased testosterone levels. Maybe everyone's out tanning their balls like Gabe Kapler. But people are ready to fight. Even even on, I mean, I know Twitter's always sort of been that way, but have you seen Padres' Twitter it's, the last couple days? Ridiculous. Whoa. I don't. Uh, th- okay, also a sudden trend on Padres' Twitter. Why are guys on Padres' Twitter sending their junk to the girls on Padres' uh, did, did Twitter? Did you see the one yes. picture? Did I'm like, it's some dude just sending his ass cheeks to a girl. She's like, I did not ask for this. Oh, wait, yep. the guy with the hairy but, ass? Yes. Yourself. yes. But, the, but, the, but the girls on Padres' Twitter are finally having enough of it and are calling out yeah. people that are doing it. And they're posting screenshots. They keep receipts, douchebags. I'm you guys. Okay, the- so wait, let me ask this. It's it's wrong to do that. <laughs> Don't send your picture <laughs> of your junk to people. God, tell me it wasn't yours. No. <laughs> no, this guy was in a, much better shape. My ass is a thousand times hairier. Uh, no. Yeah, okay. I didn't know that was Padre's Twitter. Oh, yeah. People have, you're right. People have freaking. There's a few girls on Padre's Twitter oh. that are suddenly very into posting their. Yeah. Uh, like posting their. <laughs> and Say it. They're. I don't know. I, oh, say it few, into the mic. There's a few girls on there that are posting it all, and I don't. I, That's fine. How about guys? Don't be creepy after they do that. Yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah. Oh, by the way, just That's got an ESPN update. Massive brawl. Raiders Rams practice today. John Gruden sends the entire team and buses back home. He did. They they came out. They started practicing against each other. And was and this there was, a, a couple days they were doing this, right? Practicing? Yeah, joint practices. And are they down in Florida or are they in LA? I think they're in LA. I don't know whether they'd be in Florida. Anyhow, um, they had a brawl a, cu- a day or two ago and it kind of settled down. Um, uh, oh, this is what Jalen Ramsey came up and rocked Josh Jacobs. The very next play, Derek Carr dialed up the Hunter Renfro 
pass, and the rest of the practice, Hunter Renfro made Jalen Ramsey look like shit. Mm-hmm. And today, I don't know what precipitated it, but it it was just a free for all. And Gruden said, "Raiders, bus, practice is over," and they bolted. Yeah, which is fine. It, you know what? It, the joint practices are good; gives you a barometer. But yeah, I think there's a lot of good about joint practices. I think that. They're so different from a preseason game. It's just kind of good to see different things. Oh, yeah. Try different, you know, when you're not in a game situation so much. It's it's really a scrimmage or practice. But I think there's a lot of good that can come out of it for both teams. But what's the point of brawling? You're all in the same business. Like, help each other, you know. I I don't know. See, here's the thing. Coaches are going to go back and look at that film, and they're not going to pay attention to who's fighting. They're going to pay attention to who's not. And they're going to pay attention to who ran to the fray the fastest who threw a punch or who was backing their teammate up. Uh, our good buddy Dave Pelle tells me, uh, told me a long time ago, he spe- especially in a baseball brawl, managers and general managers, they're looking. Who's, they're looking for who's getting Like involved, who's backing up their teammates. Who's backing up their teammates okay. and who's just kind of standing off to the side. And mm-hmm. the same thing happens in football. The coaches are – you stand out a thousand times more if you're just kind of standing there. Mm-hmm. as opposed to the guys who are getting in the fray. That's why yeah. most of the time, everybody gets in the fray. By you, the way, like, you don't want to be that dude. Remember earlier when we had the Giants story where Daniel Jones ended up on the bottom and Joe Judge was so pissed? Yeah. I bet you behind closed door, Joe Judge was so Of course stoked. they were. He was like, hell yes. That's that is a team you, that fights for each other. And that's what everybody is saying about the Raiders this year, and, and especially on defense. There we go. No, 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 no. There we go. Uh they were terrible on defense last year. There was no fire in the belly. And Gus Bradley has brought a modicum, not saying that's going to be the Legion of Boom 2.0 like Seattle. Hi, buddy. Uh, my son Topher just walked into the room. But um, there's a different fire in the belly. Oh, holy shit. Are you kidding me? He just handed me a bag. <laughs> Is it full of echo? Are these presents? Dang. <laughs> oh, they're 40s. Does he drink 40s? Well, I, no, here's the thing. They, um, wh- whoever the beverage company is that owns Mickey's Malt Liquor, um, they stopped. Ma- they're not making Mickey's anymore. Can we just talk about your son for a minute? Why? I mean, he just walked over and gave you a kiss on the top of the head. I and know. I, there's so much love between you two, and it makes me get teary almost be- every time. It's so... I mean, you and your wife have done an amazing job with this kid. Hold on. I'm, I'm being taught how to do a, a hand hug. High five. Wrap your thumb. It's very clear how much love is here and how well he's been raised and how much he loves mom and dad. It's well, yeah, it's sweet. kind of fun because he's not only like a father to me, but he's also like a built-in brother and best friend. So I'm still able to have fun with him and... <laughs> <laughs> And now he's crying. <laughs> what was the uh, before you go off to college? Yes. Give us a Costa gem that he's given you about college life, whether it's dorm life, whether it's like not being an idiot. Give us one. Work hard and play harder. I love that. <laughs> That's the best one he's given me. Good. Well, you know what? That's a realistic one. Yeah. To not expect you to be going to college and having some fun. Is are you Are you off this week? Is this Is this your last week here? Um. Yeah, it's my last week here. Tomorrow is my going away party, and then. Next uh, Wednesday. Next Wednesday, we're off. Yeah. Going away party. Yeah. Who's going to cry more, Meg or Costa? Meg. Duh. Really? Yeah, mommy's, mommy's having... Oh, she's going to be a wreck. Yeah, she's already having a hard time with it. Yeah. Because she's barking more at me for stuff. Like, I'm like, what? What? That's nothing. No, we can't hear Costa. Costa's oh, talking. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> she's she's barking at me for stuff that normally she wouldn't bark at, and it's because she dis- she's displacing the sadness and the... You know the the mama bear in her of him. Pretty much. How stoked leaving. is Meg to be stuck with just you? She's so bummed. <laughs> she is so bummed. She's ready to get a new house. And yeah. By herself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, if she could, she'd foster like fifty dogs once he's gone. <laughs> that would just keep her occupied There's all the time. There's already like fifty dogs. I know. I know. <laughs> Um, no, we're going to be fine. There's there's stuff we're going to do, and we're going to keep busy. And again, I, I I told him, you know, when I don't know about, I can't speak for you, Allison, but when I went away to college, there, it was a phone. You had a phone. That's yeah. how you talk to your mom and dad. Or 
Down the they, hall. Down the hall, and <laughs> yeah. you had to wait in line, or yeah. they sent you a care package with a letter in it, mm-hmm. or you wrote letters. Mm-hmm. And I said, buddy... FaceTime, Skype, FaceTime, yeah. Skype, Zoom, and plus you're going to be you're going to be so freaking busy. The other thing I think too with you got your age is like for my kids, those friendships, those high school friendships, they stay so much more intact now than they did when well, when yeah. you and I were in high school because again it was letters or the phone down the hall and everybody was spread out all over the country, yeah. which they still may be. But I mean, my sons all still have their group. Text their high school group text. It's like they're together every day, and nothing changes. They they come home at Christmas. It's like they haven't missed a beat because they talk every day. Yeah, like, and I mean we're all prepared for that. And I mean specifically within the last couple of weeks, every going away party for every person we've had has just been a um, let's sit down, look at old photos, and cry for a couple yeah. hours, and then yeah, say our goodbyes. Which is I mean, and then you'll be texting tomorrow like you never were apart. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get all the tears out while you can, and then continue the social media relationship, I guess. All right. Go. I love you. Love you Beat it. Thanks, Tove. Of course. <laughs> um, so you drink 40s? What kind of sad I thought there were echoes in there. Man, sitting on the excited. side of the road are you if you drink 40s? No, I just... I I've been w- out of 40s since, like, freshman year of college. <laughs> we played Edward's 40 Hands. Edward's 40 Hands is awesome. He uh, <laughs> His summer job was working at Dick's Liquor in La Jolla. I think I've mentioned that. And... Um, so when when we found out that Mickey's was going to be stopped, they were going to stop producing Mickey's. I just said, "Hey, bring me home some some Mickey's, and I'll I'll stick it in the cooling drawer and just leave it there for a, for a rainy day." There's a tall boy in there that I've had forever. Um, we can play quarters with it. Exactly. <laughs> Ben's probably like, "What the hell's quarters?" Oh, I, oh, I don't know what quarters is. You don't know quarters. You never is? played quarters. Is it the one where you fling it at each other? It's That's not each weights. other into the. <laughs> <laughs> Into the cup. Okay, it's the okay. best drinking game. It's You've never played quarters. Game. Do you bounce it into the cup? You yes. do. You get a cup and you fill it. What was it? Halfway with beer? Yeah. Or and you literally just take shot. You know. And people always talked about. Oh, you know, this is the best quarters table on earth. Or this is a bad quarters table. It's like, hey, shoot higher in life <laughs> than just being a quarters table aficionado. Our drinking know. games got so much more inventive when I was in college. Oh, oh but then you know, bounce the quarter into the glass, and if you made it, you made pong. somebody drink. Beer pong. Beer pong just a takeoff of quarters. I played a lot of beer pong. We uh, we played beer die. What's For some beer? reason, I have a beer pong table in my backyard, and I don't. That's a good thing. I did not purchase it, but we have a very nice. Like beer it pong. a fish? Oh, you do? <laughs> yes. I, I don't know. The boys brought it home one day. I don't know where it came from or Tof, how it ended up at my house. But Tof and a couple buddies went to Home Depot, and they got a, a really nice, thick, three quarter inch piece oh, of eight by twelve plywood. Mm-hmm. And they painted it. And it's got all these cool logos on it. And that thing, I swear to God, makes the rounds. Like any big party or barbecue we go to where there's adults, that part that table shows mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. And they play they play Pong. They play Rage Cage. All these stupid games. Beer die? What's beer die? You get a dice, you throw it way up in that. So oh, yeah, they play die. beer die. That Absolutely. Was the, Cal Poly ranked the number one beer die school in America at the tournament. Have you guys ever done a keg stand? I did a keg stand this past Saturday night. I did a keg stand. Who are you? Uh, you guys are gonna, Why am I not at your house more? You guys are going to think I'm the worst no? mother No. When did on you do planet. yours? At my son's, at my youngest, Zach's high school graduation party. Not It wasn't my party. It was... I'm not going to say whose party it was because people know the people know this family very well around San Diego. It was their daughter who was one of my son's best friends. It was at their house, and I somehow ended up doing a keg stand. And there's a video. I, I had no idea my podcast partners were this cool. Oh my god! Like sheltering myself because Allison, come that's out like awesome. A party animal. Oh my god. So, okay, so I'm uh, learning so many new things. The the family we went out to dinner with last night. He is leaving, as I said, gonna, he's going to Maine to play lacrosse. His big going away party was this past Saturday night. So they had um, uh, they had lobster rolls, you know, because it's Maine. Cool. And they That's had fine. a couple of kegs. And they had, uh, he went out, his dad went out and found a bunch of Maine brewed or beers brewed in Maine. And they were on ice and stuff. And so the night started to evolve. Oh, it was the night they got no hit. The potters got no hit. Oh, that was a night for drinking. Sure. So I am sitting there. I, I'm sitting at like the outdoor casita bar with my wife and our other two really good friends. And my son's friend, Jake, says, Tof. Ask your dad if he'd do a keg stand. So Tove yells across the party, Dad, 
Jake wants you to do a keg stand. And I'm thinking, okay, Meg is looking to me right now to be the adult. So what do I say? Hell yes, I'll do I, a no, keg well, stand. No, I say no, 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 no. And then Meg looks at me and she turns and she says, he'd be more than happy to do a keg stand. So I turn to her like, what the fuck? I, I can't win. I can't win. So I walk over there and his friends, you know, they're all big, giant moose people like Topher. They just lift me up, and I do about a 20-second whatever. Mm -hmm. But there's so much volume that, you know, as soon as they put me down, I'm like, oh, you know. Same, same. and I don't, I'm not a, I used to like beer. I'm not much of a beer drinker. Right. And so my stomach was so full from doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I had two. Okay, wait, and it gets better. Hold on. Teenage boys I know, you just, you can't believe it's us. Why can't I be at these parties with you guys? I would do a keg stand. So my, my stomach had been bothering me that oh, day. No. And so a little later on, I walked up to my buddy Josh, and he and his wife lived up the street from this party. And I said, hey, I go, can I, um, is the back door unlocked at your house? He goes, yeah, why? I said, because I got to go to the bathroom. And so Meg looks at me, and she goes, what? You do a keg stand, you got to take a shit. She said this. She said this. Meg I mean, was on fire. Right in front of everybody. I'm like, really? Well, yeah, and, honey, and- that is what I have to do. <laughs> so I go, you know, I, we truck down there. I truck back. I show back up. I'm all sweaty because I was hurrying. Oh, and Meg's just like, whoa, is it, was it that bad? I go, you know what? Just shut up. <laughs> You threw me under the bus with a keg stand. You just threw me under the bus with our friends. But yeah, I did a keg stand this past Saturday night. They're fun. So and now I'm just uh, now you're just you don't have any fun in your you're, life. You're I the nerd of the group. I Such a nerd. Golly. Our podcast nerd. I, think I, I haven't that, done a keg stand since like sophomore year of college. I'm not even junior and senior year. Oh, just wait till your kids graduate from high school. Exactly. <laughs> God, I got to get going. Um, have some babies. But I, I think the fans in the stands for NFL games. Um, oh yeah, that's how this all started. I think they're so, having. I think they're doing keg stands in the parking lot because they are beating the shit out of each other. At least in L.A. and San Francisco. And San Diego. I'm sorry. I've seen videos of fights here. I saw a video of a Padres fan knocking a dude out in Colorado. Like, yeah, Oh, that's right. That's right. What is going on with this world where people now are feeling like they need to punch everybody? Because it, I don't remember this being such a thing. Do you, uh, I, uh, okay, there's a I'll, lot of pent-up yeah, pent anger. Thank you. I'll put my <laughs> psychologist hat on. I think it's manifesting itself, but it's not like... You're even you're mad at the guy, the opposing fan, for talking shit. You just have a lot of anger you want to release because of what has been going on the last year and a half. Two low, years. low tolerance. The flight totally. thing is insane to me. The planes because now it's like once a week we get a video of someone either going after a flight attendant, screaming at a flight attendant, something just because they're doing their job, right? And then the stuff at ballparks and at football stadiums, like this, the L.A. Rams, L.A. Chargers game was embarrassing to be a person living in California. Like, I got secondhand embarrassment from how poorly these people were behaving themselves. Yeah. And it all started because, like, okay, these two people were talking crap to each other. Lady turns around, throws a drink. Guy thinks it was the dude he was talking to. Turns around and backhand punches him right in the face. Yep, and then... When she threw the drink, it was so funny because she threw it and then sort of looked around like, who threw that? Who threw like, that? Oh, she played like, it off perfectly. Oh, However, she she's on video and she could actually be the one who ends up going to jail for inciting Which a I hope she does. I just, like, what are people... Aaron Donald got the shit beat oh, out of him. Did you see his face after yeah. the fight? The whole right side of his face was bloody. Oh, and then there's another far away. Like someone shot it from the next deck up, and there was some giant fat guy with his ass hanging out of his underwear who was getting pummeled by somebody else. Costa was at the game. <laughs> it's, it's nuts. Allegedly. No, I just like. I think everyone just needs to take a chill pill, or instead of drinking a bunch before the game, just smoke a bunch of weed before the game. Right? Like you always say, what is it? Add alcohol. Or- Instant asshole, just add alcohol. Right. But if everyone just smoked a little pot, I feel like everyone would be much more well, relaxed. Gummy. You don't even have to smoke. We were just on the on Southwest coming home from Kiowa. Oh, no. Did you have a Karen? Well, there's no more alcohol in Southwest. Oh, yeah. No, I know. Thank because, goodness. Yeah, they, that, people- and a lot of the airport bars are closed. Yep. So, you know, I think they've reopened now, but I know one time when I landed in maybe Dallas on my way to Houston or something. I don't know. But anyway, somewhere from one of Ben's games last year, there was not one open restaurant, bar, nothing. And that used to be something that I kind of enjoyed. Like if I was going away for a weekend to watch 
him play football. Like, oh, I have a two-hour layover in Nashville. Cool. I'm going to sit at the bar. Absolutely. I, not that I would sit there and get hammered. I don't even drink no. that much. But or I ha- go just have a drink and just people watch. I've it's had many a Bloody Mary in, in the game, whatever. in San Diego airport yeah, before Margarita. we've left. Yeah, but then yeah. you don't get on a plane and try to fight a flight attendant. Well, no. God, no. You, you fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> That's what. That's why you're having the drink. I just exactly. this. It blows my mind. Before this was the one thing out, coming out of this that I did not expect to happen. I was like, oh, people are coming out of a pandemic. We've been locked inside. Everyone's gonna just love each other, be friends again. Nope. Uh, it's. I don't know. I wonder. If it's just overstimulation. Like you've just been around I, your people for so long, you get out around other people, and it just clashes. I don't know what it is, but I I'm sick of it. I think there's two. I think. There's one of two things happening. Either it's that, the extreme, where people are just being jerks to each other. Or there's the other side where people are going out of their way to be extra helpful, kind, friendly. Yeah. There's not sort of the middle of the road anymore. <laughs> it's sort of it's, you're right. one or the other extreme because you're, depending on who you are, I guess. Or just, people for just forgot how to be normal. Uh, that that's, might, that's part of it too. That might be the main thing. We have we have friends whose whose son has become uh, agoraphobic. Is that afraid uh-huh. of going outside? Yeah. Yes. He's like full blown. Like he's he gets anxiety when he has to leave the house. Yeah. I'll be honest, like I was in a situation recently where it was the first time I was around like a crowd crowd of people. Like yeah. I was at Moonshine Flats in the little concert area. I started like locking up. Because I, I felt like I was kind of trapped, I couldn't really move around, and I don't. Maybe that's part of it. Like people get locked up, their first instinct is to throw punches. I Could think be. the anxiety thing for, especially for kids, I think is real. They don't. I mean, what their entire world changed so quickly, and I know. And what you said about the kid. I mean, why, one of my boy, my youngest, flew today to the Bay Area to go up to Tahoe for a few days with uh, his grandfather golfing, and he. So he had his golf bag, his suitcase. He, he, he was online classes start next week, so he Ugh. was sort of like, you know, thinking about that. And I'm not coming home till Tuesday, and I, I shouldn't have gone because Monday I have this class. And you know, he just just all of it was on his mind. And he's like, and now I've got this big golf bag, and we're, it just was. There was just a lot coming out of him while I was dropping him at the airport. And I was like, oh, can you please get out of the car? I can't listen to this anymore. <laughs> like, just get on the airplane. Just go do a like, text stand. God, he's like, and he's like, God, I hope the security line's not long. I said, well, you're an oh hour God. and a half early. So if the security line's long, you're fine. He's like, well, I know, but I've got this huge golf bag that I have to check. And I was yeah. like, okay, I love you. Here's a yeah. hug. Go. Bye. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah. All right. On the other side. Uh, Padres there's a, there's suck. A, yeah, That's Padres suck. And there's an update on the Trevor Bauer uh, situation with the Dodgers and how many uh, junior lawyers slash paralegals are out there pontificating on <laughs> and they're what ex- all so smart on what exactly has happened. We get to that after this message from our good friends with Blenders. As we told you at the beginning of the podcast, and we just reiterated for you, so happy that Blenders Eyewear is along for the ride on the Bam Slam uh podcast you talk about awesome affordable sunglasses rad styles plus colorways that range from 38 bucks to 68 dollars they offer a wide range of products sunglasses rx blue light snow goggles and helmets as well they're big right now they are even getting bigger locally owned locally made here in san diego but internationally known Uh, their motto is life in forward motion and their goal is that their products Push you to be the best version of yourself, like we're trying to do with this podcast. And that's why Blenders is along for the ride. Thank you, everybody, with Blenders Eyewear. Uh, they are offering a 16% discount uh, on behalf of the Bam Slam podcast for all of you that get to blenderseyewear.com. Just use our code BAMSLAM, and you're going to get 16% off your purchase. Blenderseyewear.com. Code word is BAMSLAM. You still around? Wow, that's impressive. What do you mean? Let's get back to the Bam Slam. Once again, here's Ben, Allie, and Mike. That is right. Use the code BAMSLAM, which a lot of people have been doing, to get 16% off on so many amazing styles, pairs of uh, blenders, eyewear, blenderseyewear.com. Yeah, I hadn't checked our... uh 
little portal in a while for blenders, but yeah. I just checked it. Who bought two hundred dollars worth of shit? Thank you. <laughs> and that's just one sale. Yeah, there's yeah. a whole one bunch sale. on there. Hey, Someone just bought two hundred dollars worth of stuff. It's great because it, it's great looking stuff, and they're dependable, and they're awesome sunglasses, and we all love ours. So and they're reasonable price. Yeah, I mean, for two hundred dollars, so somebody they probably, probably got, got three a lot. pair, right? right. Yeah. Three or four pairs. Nice work. All right, before we talk about uh, our Padres, just. Really living up to the brown uniform. Yeah, they're doing a good job of eating dirt. Oh, my God. Uh, there is a development. News broke today about, I don't know, hour, two hours ago on the Dodgers pitcher Trevor Bauer story. And the judge who was hearing the case, Allison, and step in if, if I am wrong, was hearing the case about the woman in question wanting to get an extension on the... Um, Temporary restraining Temporary order. Temporary restraining order. The judge ruled against her, which means she cannot. It's not they, being extended. Yeah, they will not extend it. Or be made permanent. Right. right. But there's a huge problem with a lot of people who now think, oh, well, Trevor Bauer's going to come back and pitch because he's been completely exonerated. I literally saw a tweet today that said, oh my gosh, can you imagine our rotation when we have Scherzer, Bauer, <laughs> Yeah, uh, Bueller and Kershaw all back to back to back. I'm like, shut up. Yeah, yeah. that's not happening. Okay, I, also, he, <laughs> okay. First of all, Allie, the, this he, is your time. Yeah, go nuts. Go. Costa and I are shutting the hell up for a minute, two minutes. How much time do you I need? I don't know. I'm not. I'll try and keep it brief. But he was not found innocent. This was not a trial. The thing is, I feel like I'm preaching to the choir because probably anyone that's listening to this podcast is, has some sort of sense and probably knows this already. But maybe if you see asinine comments on twitter you can reply to people that you know the truth so this wasn't a trial this was a hearing about a restraining order he was not found innocent or found guilty neither was she the judge ruled against extend uh making the temporary restraining order permanent because there uh the likelihood of there being any further violence is basically zero because they'll never sleep together again and trevor bowers violence is limited to sex he's only violent during sexual encounters which his attorney said i mean i'm not making that up trevor trevor admits all of that part of it and his attorney verified it all but it kind of in the whole scheme of all that they also sort of hung themselves in my opinion I'll be interested to see what happens now with the police investigation and with Major League Baseball's investigation. My guess is he'll be suspended at least for the rest of this year, maybe permanently for Major League Baseball, and we'll see if criminal charges come now. But for everybody that's saying he's innocent, that's not true. Uh, he's not guilty either. It just it, it wasn't an innocent or this wasn't a trial. This was a hearing about yeah. a restraining order. Okay? Yeah. So. No, it, it, but you're right. The people that just immediately and again. What you said, Ben, about social media just, you know, we, we were talking um, about social media just ripping us apart. People just, oh, uh, and, and they, they believe it because they see it on social media. Here's the deal. If you're going to go to social media for information like this, go to a lawyer on social media. Like I, uh, the one that I know who is really good at this stuff, his name yeah. is Dan Lust, at Sports Law Lust on Twitter. He breaks it down so it's really easy to go from a law document to a sports reader's like brain. And that is a fantastic advice because the person that the LA Times Sports had, reporters stay out of law cases. Yes. So <laughs> so the LA Times sent a sports reporter. He's not a lawyer. He he doesn't cover legal proceedings. This I, appears to me that this will be his first legal proceeding. His name's Scott Hansen. Yeah, by the way, I Steve am Hansen? not Scott Hansen. He's a fantastic NFL What's reporter. But Steve, hey, I sent Steve it to Hansen, you earlier. So he is a LA Times reporter. He did a terrible job. Some of the tweets he said, lawyers were jumping in and saying, you are in so over your head. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you're I not reporting this correctly. I don't mind naming names here. It's Steve Henson, at Steve Henson on Twitter. I'm sure, like I did today, you've probably shared his tweets around because he was the forefront of LA Times coverage on is this. Is he just getting dragged? He's, well, the thing he's is... He's getting dragged by the, by the legal profession. And oh, it's okay. not his by. fault, is what I'm saying. No, it's it's the LA, LA Times. Times Why the hell would you send him? Well, like, you're over know. your skis on this, dude. Another person that's really worth following is at... Ring underscore Cheryl, S-H-E-R-Y-L. Cheryl Ring did a really good job. She is an attorney, and she did a really good job breaking down, and she even commented on some of Hanson's um, tweets. Uh, well, that's not quite right. She wasn't mean. She was just clarifying things, yeah. and, pe- and she even clarified some people that said, 
Bauer found innocent. She was like, well, that's not correct. Pause. <laughs> no, it's the misreporting. And I think we were on commercial break when I said this, but I was like, guys, social media is really starting to tear this country apart from the inside out. And it's I think that's us. true. Well, it's yeah. just like people that say, you know, when we go back to the COVID thing about, I mean, don't have to go back to that much, but but people that say, well, my high school friend who's, you know, cousin teaches science said this. <laughs> and so that's what I'm going to believe. It's like, okay, well, if you believe that over I whatever. got epidemiology I, for dummies and I read it from cover to cover. Yeah. So now I'm a doctor. Yeah. See, but then people like Costa say things like, I might be getting off social media. I'm like, no, because we need you on social Everyb- media. We everybody- need someone to make fart jokes <laughs> Every- and to clearly be parody. Everybody's now an epidemiologist, a national war correspondent, and a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. As of yeah. T- I mean, today I saw all three of those. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's lots and lots of them. Crazy how many have come out of the woodwork. Like, the great part about Costa's Twitter account is you see it and you're like, okay, I know he's joking. There's so many people who aren't joking, who are dead serious, who don't know what the hell they're talking yeah. about. Unbelievable. And, but I do, I, back to social media too, I do think that there is nothing wrong with sometimes just taking a pause. I took a pause this last weekend. I'm t- and and I didn't from Instagram, but for my own reasons. But I did from Twitter just because I could not handle the fast and furious misinformation, people being hateful to each other. I just I got I have to take a breath. I cannot read this anymore. I'm going to do all There's the things I to love life. to do. I'm going to concentrate on people I love this weekend. I'm not opening Twitter, and I didn't, unfortunately, because of other work that I have, the podcast, different things. I went back on on Monday because I have to, yep. which is fine. But uh, and mostly, I love to look at all the stuff that my kids' school is posting about football. I mean, right, you know, I, I like it for that kind of thing. And I just don't understand people attacking each other. I don't understand everybody thinking they're an expert about everything. I just, it's okay to take a social media pause. It really is. It's good for your mental health. This is not, and that's the collapse of the San Diego Padres. Holy shit! They, I, okay. Yeah, okay, if you ask this fan base right now, uh, they are turning. The, oh well, my. Again, but again, to me, I'm basing that off social media, so who knows? I'm I'm throwing my shade shit uphill at AJ Preller. You had the opportunity, bro, to make that move. Now, if your hands were tied and Preller said or uh, Peter Seidler said, "Nah, we're not going to spend any more," I don't think th- that's it. But I, I don't either. But you had the chance, and you didn't, and and it cratered the fan base a little bit. And then we saw what happened with. The Drew Pomerantz news he's done for the year. Darvish tweaks his back again. Paddock IL. Snell, you know, you don't know what he's going to do. You've got... By the way, Blake Snell is your best pitcher right now. Right. Even... Stom... Uh, Strom, Matt Strom. Back on the 10-day IL with knee inflammation. And then your your prize pickup of Jake Arrieta. (laughs) Last three innings. Doesn't even last four innings. And he leaves with a, twe- a tweaked hamstring. Did you guys think he really got hurt, or was that like, oh, oh my, I can't pitch anymore? Well, I that's what up it, another bomb. A oh, hammy. My hammy. Well, a hammy's oh. one of those injuries where it's hard to really determine how severe it is. Mm-hmm. You know, well, and, so, and it's, it, that's the classic football injury yes. where it's like, okay, I have a contract situation, but I don't want to get fined for missing anything. Fall down I and grab your hamstring. Yep. Because there's no way, like, if you're a trainer and you're looking at it, he says it hurts. Well, there's no way to prove that it hurts exactly. other than it hurts. Um, they and, and and to be collectively this year seventeen and eighteen against the D backs and the Rockies. Swept consecutive times at Coors Field for the first time in franchise yeah. history. Right now right now, Allie, are they making are they making the playoffs as a second no, wild card? No, I don't think so because and I hate to say that. I really Whoa. hate to say it because I love them so much and I want nothing more than for them to make it. But when you look at the Reds schedule compared to our schedule, yep. that's very worrisome. Okay, and forget about the Reds for a second. Think about who else is on that list. You have the Cardinals. Cardinals. You have the Braves, who have a lead in their division, but not by much. You have the Phillies. Who do you play the rest of this year? You play the Cardinals, Braves, and Phillies. You have three against all of them, four against the Braves. You're in a situation where you are going to have to start winning a lot of games and a lot of games quickly. And if you look at this starting rotation. We don't have a pitcher. If you look at the bullpen, not a lot of options. However, I will ask you both to do this right now. Close your eyes. Are they closed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Slam Arena. Joe Musgrove, no hitter. Opening, reopening night at Petco Park. Do these things happen in a normal season that a team doesn't finish special? And by the way, Camarena and no hitter, both were done by San Diego I, I, natives. I would believe all of that if 
we weren't so decimated in our pitching. I don't know how we get past that hurdle. Well, I mean, the hope would be that Darvish and Paddock can both come back. Now, in special seasons, stuff like this happens but where I you have the low. This is the lowest of the low. I think they're mutually exclusive. I think you just have two great moments in the history of the Padres, but you also have a Padres team that is traditionally now late season collapsing. Okay, we've seen them. Prior to the break, we were so on fire. Hopeful. And you know what? It can get back to that. Like, I know we can't say it's early anymore, but there is still time. And you do still have a one and a half game lead on the Reds. And you are playing against the Dodgers, who you've played against well, coming up in less than a week here. I'm not ready to throw in the towel yet. And I'll tell you why. Because they're coming back home. Because I think Friday night at Petco Park tomorrow night is going to be absolutely electric. I think you're going to stomp the Phillies. Here's what's going to have to happen in order for you to make the playoffs. Blake Snell, Joe Musgrove are going to have to be near perfect the rest of the way. Okay. What about Ryan Weathers? <laughs> Ryan Weathers is going to have to go from giving up six runs a start to four runs a start. And by, you're probably going to have to get something out of Chris Paddock, too. Oh, my too. God. And monkeys might fly out of my butt. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm saying we've seen things very special from this team so far. Allison. Why is it impossible Allie, to Allie, expect Allie, not set to your see boy, more Set your boy things. straight. Well, what I... What I don't understand is we have so many. If you look individually, how many great players we have. Adam Frazier's not playing all that well right now, but we have, when you look at Tatis, obviously, Machado, Cronenworth, you know, even Will, I guess, uh, Nola. We'll hit two home runs. Shut up. He did. But I I have to say this. I want to say this real quick. (laughs) That's the way your energy just plummeted. I wrote wrote this down (laughs) to talk to you guys about this. Okay. You know who... Who gets the majority of the love for how he plays? Of course. Who? For Tatis. Okay, right. 100%. He gets all the love, and he des- deservedly so. He's an amazing, energetic, fun player to watch, and he's an insanely good player. But you know who I think is pretty almost equal, and he gets a lot of attention and love, but not to that level that I think almost... Maybe he deserves it. Cronenworth? Yes. Yeah. He's my favorite Padre. Jake is freaking amazing. Yeah. And I don't, I feel like it's always, like the, the day Tatis had the two home runs when he came back from the aisle, that was all amazing and fantastic. But Jake was doing a bunch of great stuff that day too, and no one wanted to talk about no, it. No, no, no. You, I'm sorry, and, and I love FTJ as much as the next person, but if you were to have a debate, somebody can make a strong case that Cronenworth is your MVP of the, of the not, Padres? Of the Padres. I agree. Okay. Of not Fernando. Of not uh, yeah, not 100%. Fernando. Fernando uh, is con- the MVP of the league. Cronenworth might be the MVP yeah. of the Padres. Cronenworth's consistency is what I love about him. He's I know he's ha- I know he had a little slump at one point, but but overall he's yeah. pretty consistent. And how many doubles does that guy hit? Every time he hits, it's a double. And, right. he and his isn't defensive the, plays are amazing. He isn't the God given talent that Fernando is, right? Jake Cronenworth was which almost a makes it better. Jake Cronenworth is a, he's a mutter. He's a he's a a, a, a lunch pail. Well, he he is thro- a baller. He got yeah. thrown in with Fam, right? Yeah, Fast? yeah. He was so, yeah he was oh yeah this other guy too. Yeah, who's sweet shirt? So, who's made I the mean, most of his. He's amazing, and I, I we have so many amazing pieces. I it just it's so sad to see it just kind of falling apart. I mean, Austin Nola's really good. Yeah, and no, my, my boy Manny, who's starting to wear tighter pants. Has anybody noticed? But me, or he's getting fat. <laughs> I don't know. His <laughs> pants went from baggy to tighter, and I, very nice. I, I, this is all I will say with them. It, it and Ben touched on it last week, and I agree. The last forty something games of the season are going to be so much fun to watch, win or lose. Because well, I hope they're fun because this week, this last week was not. Oh, fun. this last week was just total dog. You know what? But if if they somehow start to mount a little bit of a comeback and show life, and they even if the Reds are you know white hot on their heels, and even the Cardinals and the Phillies who are still entertaining um, thoughts of a of a wild card chasing them. It's what you want as a, it's it's what you want as a fan. Yeah, and by the way, next want, week, starting next week, you have like I think at least one if not two national TV games a week. Yeah. coming up. We also to our hopeful help yeah. is we also have a lot of days off. Yes. Finally. And this was what the Giants had at the beginning of the year. Finally. Right. Yes, and I looked the other day uh well we're off today. The uh I think the Giants are off today too and I was like, how is that possible? <laughs> 
How, or maybe it's a, it's either one of them has a day off too. And I'm like, how is that possible that they always have the same days off and have had so many more than us? But whatever. We do have a lot coming up, which I think, I mean, I think we have one, five games and we're off a game. Two games, we're off a game. Three mm-hmm. games, we're off a game. So that's going to help with the pitching. Well, yeah, you can skip a start. Right. Absolutely. Arietta right. never has to throw again. <laughs> His hammy's going to keep him out all year. <laughs> Three innings, he's done. It's like, uh, uh, the Dodgers sending Cole Hamels, and he didn't even make a game. No. So, Yeah, he's but out. the Dodgers don't care about a million bucks. Yeah. I, I think the Padres actually got Arietta for a lot less. They signed him to a minor league deal. So It was a minor league deal. One, yeah. right. Probably one game check. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Listen, and who knows? Maybe you know Jake comes along, and, and he, he's back after the mild hamstring strain, and he eats well, up he some innings three, for somebody. I don't care if he eats up innings. He gave up three runs in the first inning yesterday. Yeah, Coors Field has a little bit to do with it. Trent Grisham not catching that pop-up I had know. a little I something just, to do with it. I agree. I, but you, I don't want Jake Arietta to pitch. I, I don't. No. But I do think it would be different. Okay, right now, one game wild card. Joe Musgrove. Is that oh, who you yeah, think? Oh, yeah, it's got it's Joe, hands down. Ryan Weathers. But okay, um, everybody's Greg back. Greg Everybody's back. Yeah, then no, it's Joe it? Musgrove and over I, Darvish. Yes, because if it's Darvish, you have to have Caratini in there, and that means you don't have Noah's Noah. bat in there. Okay. So yeah, I, go I, Musgrove. I would say Musgrove. I would say get your San Diego kid up there to win something for San Diego. God, it's going to be so great. I, again, it, as long as your dog is still hunting towards the end of the season, it's all you want as a uh, and I do think that as a fan. Social media has forgotten that they do have a half game lead on the or a game and a half lead on the Reds, and okay. that's important. I mean, you're and not the Reds in a good just situation. lost. The Reds just lost two to the Cubs, Cubs. and and I mean the Cubs are terrible. So I guess the Reds aren't that good. Help. I know the Reds have the worst bullpen in baseball, but the Reds go the Reds in their next ten. They still have, have nine against the Pirates, and, and they and and the Reds next ten six are against the Marlins, three in Cincy, three against yeah. in uh, in Miami. I don't so. think it, it's well, going to. We be, lost to the Marlins. It's yeah. not going to be easy to make it to the playoffs if you're the Padres. You're in a terrible spot right now. But I'm saying this team has done special stuff all year. Why not get more special stuff? I and hope it happens. We've seen them play against the Dodgers. They've been freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. And you know Manny's hot streak is coming. You know it's coming, especially how good he plays against the Dodgers, how much time you have against the Dodgers still. Okay. Have a little faith, you Debbie Downers. Go do a keg stand, both of you. <laughs> I will. All right, before we get out of here, we always give you a song that we want you to uh, download and listen to. I already got mine. What is it? Let's go, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> have some baseball fun. Oh God, God. <laughs> have a little faith. I feel like Ernie Martinez over here, and you two are me. <laughs> the dog is giving you the funniest look. Like, What's what up, Shirley? Came, what just came out of Our other mouth? dog, Shirley, just uh, <laughs> just camped up behind Shirley, ben. you want some kisses? I'm coming. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I don't know who sings it, but because the way the Padres have been playing, waiting for a star to fall, that's what I'm, you know, waiting for a star to fall. Oh, that's a good I don't know who sings I'm it, but just, just search it. Wait Allie, for a star to fall. we both sing. I'm not singing. We both the sing. The Killer Shot at the Night. I love that song. Oh, great. Oh, such a good such band. A, oh, I love The Killer. Such I don't know band. that song. All right. Yes, uh, you do. You know why you know it? Because it was the lead into March Madness a few years ago. They played it over and over and over and over again, like maybe four or five years ago. I think it would March help Madness. if you sang a little bit. I'm not singing it. I'll play it for you after on my phone. Bam Slam Fam, as always, we thank you for uh, downloading and listening to Bam Slam Podcast. And last but not least, especially in in days and times like this, you men and women of the United States Armed Forces for what you do and what you have done for us. Bam Slam Fam, we love you and don't forget it. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.